Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here with you once again. Today, I want to talk about how to align with the energizing power of yes and the, the divine discernment, the practice of design discernment that will help you really fully embody your true heart yes in every moment. There is so many people that I am aware of that have trouble saying no. And that's like a chronic people pleasing, can't say no, don't know how to say no. It's a practice of saying no. That's one aspect of it. But then the other aspect of it is some people actually don't know how to say yes. They know how to say yes to all those things that involve the people pleasing part of it. But the true authentic yes, that true heart certainty, clarity, that true heart, yes. There's many people that are disconnected from it. So today I want to talk about what is a heart, yes? How do you align with it? The energizing power when you do align with it, what happens and the miracles that come from doing that? And then the practice of design to define discernment that will allow you to identify when the ego is involved, when it's meant to be a no, but you're saying yes out of obligation or guilt or fear or people pleasing, or just because it would be fun to do, but it's not truly guided. There's, there's a real practice of design, divine discernment there that will allow you to get crystal clear. When we follow our heart, yes, we are tapping into the guidance from the divine. We are tapping into living life by divine. We're allowing that divine spirit, our divine nature, our divine source to guide us and lead us in our lives, in our humanness. When we allow our divinity to animate our humanness, when we allow the divine to guide us and lead us, when we lead with the heart, we are actually in service to everyone everywhere, all together, all at once. When we receive guidance through the heart, it's for everyone, including us. So if you're meant to do something, if it's guided, then it's serving all of humanity and beyond. If you're in your head and you think you should do something, that's a whole other ballgame. And that's the domain of the ego. And when we are operating from the ego, we are extending fear into the world. And we could be extending love and caring, but it's, it's basically fear disguised as love and caring. 
So it doesn't look necessarily like fear all the time. When we practice that, that divine discernment where we really tune into the subtleties of the energy behind our choice for yes or choice for no, then we can really start to discern, is this ego or is this our divine spirit? Is this my divine spirit guiding me or is this ego convincing me? And it can tell a really good, convincing, compassionate story. It can pull on your heartstrings. It can make you feel guilty. Ego's really good at that. Using fear to control the mind. The ego's really seasoned at that. Has a lot of practice. So going back to the basics for a minute, so for some of you, you may be listening to these episodes as we're at episode 90, which is really fun to, to look back and, and, and just see just how many episodes have come through. And I'm, I'm honored to be a channel for these messages. I'm honored to, honored to allow these messages to come through. And for me, they've really been a heart yes. From the beginning, I felt a heart yes to start the radio show. And to do it live, that was, that was a heart yes. That was clear for me. And it was a bit stretchy in the beginning, but I did it anyways. I had some resistance, but I followed that heart yes anyways. So when we have a heart yes, it's not always easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's not always flowing and without resistance and without fear. And quite often those things that we're most afraid of are the directions we need to go. So fear isn't an indication or can't be used, can't be used as an indication to discern whether you're on track or not. It's important to go beyond that and really tune into the heart space because in the heart space, you can have this clear feeling of heart. Yes. And then there's this energy of no all around it because what you're being guided toward terrifies you or is too stretchy or feels uncomfortable. And over the years, I've really learned to take action in spite of the fear. That's true divine courage. And I've learned to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's been a practice. Now, the energizing power of yes, the potential of yes is extraordinary. When we align a true heart yes with a choice in the mind, we become unstoppable. The words I have in my head this week, I've heard this a lot, is there's no stopping an idea whose time has come. There is no stopping an idea whose time has come. What if you're that idea? What if you're the one to bring that idea into the world? What if you're meant to bring it into fruition? Because the truth is there are things that are meant to come through you that if you don't deliver them to humanity, they won't be delivered. They'll be gifts undelivered. There'll be gifts 
unopened. The gifts left on the table with no one to receive it. So if you're that idea whose time has come and this is your time, this is our time, then the invitation is to be wide open, deeply curious and full of wonderment as you listen to the episode today and see what resonates, see what comes in. I wonder, I wonder what I'll learn today. I wonder what will resonate. I wonder what insight or gifts will come to me. I wonder what guidance I will receive. So we stay in this place of wonderment and curiosity and openness without seeking, needing, searching, wanting, choking, reaching, like something's missing. It's just this beautiful feminine energy of being open to receive and allowing the divine to work through you. And then the masculine energy comes in in the doing, but we're being in the doing. That's the key. We're being in the doing. We're in full alignment with the energy of yes. We're in full alignment with the path that we're meant to be on. We're in full alignment with our heart. And our mind is coming along for the ride. And if it resists, we, we look at that resistance, we look at that trigger, we process it, we heal it, we move through it, we overcome it. We don't pretend it's not there, we don't push it aside and, and let it show up the next time. The invitation is to actually use this life as your classroom for healing, healing what's still blocking you or healing what's left over and aligning with the path that you're meant to be on, aligning with the life you're meant to be living and the work you're meant to be doing in the world, whatever that is. You may feel a heart yes to write a book. You may feel a heart yes to stand on stage and speak. You may feel a heart yes to do a podcast or a radio show. You may feel a heart yes to write a song and share it with the world. Or you may feel a heart yes to be a teacher in one individual's life or to be a teacher at a school. You may feel a heart yes to be a nurse. You may feel a heart yes to be a doctor. You may feel a heart yes to be a janitor. And every part, every role, every essence of work in the world is heart work. Because if it's a heart, yes, it's serving everyone. And it doesn't matter where you work or what you do or how small the part appears or how big the part appears. Your part is essential. And it's contributing to the healing of the whole. So aligning with the energizing power and potential of yes is serving all of humanity. And that's not to put pressure on yourself, but that's to actually align you with that excitement and anticipation and beautiful wonderment. I wonder what will happen 
if I just say yes to the potential of yes. I wonder what will happen if I align with that energy of my heart, yes. And in that space, you can expect miracles. The energy of yes, it has a vibrational frequency to it. And we can say yes to something, but we have the vibrational frequency or heaviness and density of no or guilt, obligation, or fear, worry, dread, regret. There's a lot that we can carry. So you can say the word yes all you want, but it's the energy behind the yes that determines how life will show up for you, how the universe will meet you. Your experience is determined by the energy behind what you say, which then influences what you do. And the other piece I need you to understand is that the mind is a powerful filter. It's one of the most powerful filters. And if you have a desire to follow your heart, yes. If you have a desire for something in your life, to earn an abundant living, doing something you love, but in your mind, whether it's conscious or subconscious, you have a belief that you don't deserve, or you have a belief that you're unworthy, or you have a belief that money can't come easy. You have to work hard and long and it's heavy, and there's a lot of suffering to earn enough money to live. If you have any of those types of beliefs in the, in the mind, your beliefs will override your desire. So you could have a desire for doing work that you love and earning an abundance of prosperity from doing that work. But if you have a belief in your subconscious mind that there is no such thing as easy work and that you have to work hard, then that's what you'll create. That's the experience you'll have. That's how life will show up for you because that's the energy and density and vibrational frequency that you'll be emitting out into the world. I don't deserve, I'm not worthy. Money doesn't come easy. It's hard work. Whatever it is, your beliefs will override your desire. So when you can get in alignment with that energy of the heart, yes, and bring your mind so that it's in alignment as well, then there's no stopping you. The challenge is one, becoming aware of those hidden beliefs. And I use the ego game of opposites with all my inner circle members and with the Intuition Academy, because it's one of the most powerful tools I've discovered to expose the hidden virus that the ego has injected into the mind. 
So you can look back at previous episodes. I've talked about the ego game of opposites before on, on specific episodes. You can dive into that a little bit more if you want to learn more. I also have a program on my website about it. it walks you through the process. You can even search. I have a TED Talk, TEDx Talk about it. Heal your mind with the, from the ego game of opposites. So when you can expose that hidden programming in the mind, then you can make sure that your thoughts and beliefs are in alignment with your desires. And when you have that vibrational attunement, everything is in alignment. That's the beacon you put out into the world. And that's where the experiences can show up to be in alignment with your desires. That's where the energizing power of yes works its magic. The other challenges, that's at the level of the mind. The other challenges, okay, so let's look at the emotions. The emotions are a density as well. And they're a, a, a dense energy that impacts how you create and experience life as well. When you have emotional leftovers like anger, resentment, all those kinds of denser emotions, grief, even doubt and confusion is dense, but not as dense as helplessness or hopelessness, fear. All those emotions, if you're holding those emotions somewhere in your physical body, they become blocks as well to your heart, yes. And they become blocks to the energizing potential of your heart, yes. Energetically, you can have energy blocks because emotions are energy in motion. When those denser emotions like anger, resentment, frustration, helplessness, hopelessness, any of those emotions are trapped in the body. They become this density and they become blocks. You can have energy blocks that are from a past life. You can have energy blocks that are from a trauma as a child. You can have energy blocks based on situations and decisions you made in the past that are still influencing, even though you've changed your mind about it, you've changed it at the level of the mental body, but you haven't changed it or healed it at the level of the emotional body. There'll be a discord. And then let's look at the level of the energy body, the emotional body, the mental body, any of those blocks. And then we have the spiritual body. The spiritual body is challenging and most people aren't able to necessarily shine light on it on their own, although definitely, you know, you can and, and I would encourage you to do so. But there's going to be times where you're going to have to reach out and, and receive some support because there's going to be some blind spots. We can have spiritual blocks in our, from a past life. You can have spiritual blocks from a part of your soul or a segment of your soul that was left back in the past in a trauma. You disconnect from a part of your spirit, it's part of your soul. 
And that's where a soul retrieval would come in, a past life clearing would, would be helpful. Uh, previous soul contracts, life contracts that are from previous lives and or this life that are expired, those need to be cleared. And I'm not saying everybody has all of these things, but these are possibilities. So if I'm talking about one of them, a piece and something goes ding, something inside of you goes, oh yeah, there's a piece for me. I need to pay attention to that. Then I would encourage you to follow that breadcrumb. There are people out there that do past life clearing, soul retrievals, all those kinds of things. I do all of that. I do all of that work as well. You need to follow your heart. You need to follow your heart, yes, to who you're meant to work with and when. Because your heart knows. So I'm not here to have everybody come and work with me because not everybody's meant to. If you feel it in your heart that it's a yes, then reach out. And if it's not me, then there's a, another direction you're meant to go. Your heart knows. Keeping in mind your mind, your mind thinks it knows, but your heart knows. It knows beyond the thinking mind. It knows beyond the knowledge. It knows without boundaries, without filters, without condition, without limitations, without history and past. It knows because it's a direct connection. It's a bridge to your divinity. So when we go through the heart, we actually can bypass the mind. We can bypass the limitations of the mind. Now, part of the work I do is creating a level of understanding in the mind so that the mind comes along for the ride. So there's times where I've worked with somebody and we've bypassed the mind. And this is in the past before I understood that it was important to create an understanding. And there's certain times where an understanding is required in order for the healing or the shift to be sustainable. When we heal, if we don't bring the mind along, it leaves a point of entry or a point of weakness for the ego to come in and drag us down into a wormhole and get us to jump back on that merry-go-round. That's where we can go for healing and then we're back stuck in that cycle again and we can't figure out what, what we did wrong. So creating a level of understanding just enough, just enough understanding at the level of the mind allows the mind to come along for the ride. It allows the healing to integrate fully. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and energetically. Now the physical body, I found over the years, a lot of people leave the physical body behind. They do the talk therapy or the, or the training and the, the healing at the level of the mind and emotions, even do some energy healing maybe. A lot of people kind of skip the spiritual piece. Not everybody, but the majority of the population, they're just not connected to that. And that's okay. That can heal in different ways as well. 
and then the physical body. Many people ignore the physical body. They ignore the whispers, they ignore the signals, they ignore the symptoms. And I talked last week about the three phases of disease and how disease progresses and how we can actually catch it in those first two phases before we get to phase three, which is where the diagnosis comes. You can review that episode if you feel inspired to go toward it, to have an understanding. But for now, I'm just understanding that if we don't heal at the physical body level as well, if it's rooted in the physical body, then again, the results won't be sustainable or they'll show up in another way. We'll just end up, that energy will just re be redirected and we'll have another problem or another issue, another area of resistance. Resistance is the gap between what the mind thinks and what the heart knows. And when the mind thinks it knows and it's not in alignment with what the heart knows, then the gap is bigger. So if the mind's not in alignment with the heart, there's a gap. The further away our beliefs and our thoughts are from the knowing in the heart, the bigger the gap, the bigger the resistance. So we can use resistance as a entry point to heal. We can use resistance as an entry point to discern where's my true heart yes here? What am I really being guided toward? So I'll give you an example. I took the summer off from doing my, my live show. And the reason I did that was to, to just really focus in on my healing. But the true reason I did that is because that's what the guidance was. So I made up, you know, a story and understanding at the level of the mind to bring my mind along for the ride. But the truth is the guidance was take a break from the radio show. So that's what I did. And the ego loves to come in and create more of a story and add more of a scenario and have, you know, this foresight for what the future holds. It's like, oh, you're going to quit your radio show. You'll never do it again. And maybe I'll do it for another this many episodes. I had all this stuff going on. Ego was really trying to come in. And finally, I just said, you know what? I don't know. I know nothing about anything. All I know is right now in my heart, I feel a heart yes to stop the live show for the summer. So that's what I did. When it came back to coming into back to the show, just last week, I started back a live show. I felt initially I was like, yep, it's clear. It's a heart. Yes. And then a couple days after I started to feel this anxiety and I'm like, what is that resistance? Resistance was showing up as anxiety. I can feel this underlying anxiety. And then of course my ego jumps in and goes, see, you're not supposed to do the live show anymore. You got to cancel it. You got to stop it. It had all this stuff going on creating these stories of what I should or shouldn't do and why I'm feeling anxious. It's too much. You should pull out. And I realized that I could feel my ego there. I could feel it just playing, playing with my mind and trying to take me down into wormhole. So I surrendered it all over and I did what I call a full let go, full on, full let go. I forgave it all to the divine spirit and said, hold this for me. Cause in my humanness, it's heavy. And I do not know what it's all for. I don't know what it's all about. Just show me. 
And what I started to feel into the layers of the anxiety, I started to feel these layers of tasks and add-ons that the ego had created. So for the first bulk of the, the episodes for my radio show, I was doing video and audio, Facebook Live, and doing it live, uploading it. So it was available as a podcast, it was available as a video on YouTube. It was all these extra little steps and extra little things. And when I did the live shows that way, I had to set up my lights. I had to have, you know, boss some makeup on and I had to put my, you know, come out of my pajamas. So I actually had to have like myself put together or somewhat put together and my lights on and the sound and everything else, the background, everything had to be in place. And that was what I was doing before because that's what was guided. And it was a heart yes before. When I jumped back into doing the radio show this time, my ego was trying to make it the same as last time. And I wasn't open to a redirect, a spiritual redirect until I started to feel the anxiety. And I'm like, something's not in alignment here. What is going on? So I took a step back and I could start to feel the layers of anxiety. And what I saw was just going back to my theme for this year, which is kiss. Keep it simple, Sue. Keep it simple, Sue. I'm simplifying everything. So when I tuned into that message, I was shown, just do the radio show. Yes, it's live, just the audio. No video. I don't need to do video right now because it's not guided. And if I was trying to do it or doing it, it would just be forcing it. That would be ego. So what I was feeling is a no to the video and a yes to the live show, a yes to the audio. And then it felt really light and easy again. And I let go of everything. And I was in alignment. But the ego had a lot of stories, <laughs> injected a lot of possibilities and scenarios and reasons. So that's where that divine discernment comes in. Instead of letting anxiety take over and we, you know, run and, and the ego runs with it, we pause, we breathe, close our eyes, and tune in. Where it is, where's the anxiety? Where are you holding it? Instead of going into the head, going, What am I anxious about? That's a head head thing, and the ego loves to be up there with you. Go into your body, go into the emotion of it, go into the feeling of it. And it's in that space, in the body and the emotions and the energy of it, that you can start to discern. And sometimes you may need some support around that. You might need a guided meditation, or you might need a, a healer or a practitioner to walk you through it, or you might need a coach to help you see your blind spot around it. But start with yourself, because I, I know you can do this. For the most part, you'll be able to do this on your own. And it becomes a practice. And it becomes a tool that you use. Okay, this is what I'm feeling. Close your eyes. Where do I feel that? What does it feel like? What is the energy of it? And find ways to describe it. And then follow it back. Keep following it. 
keep following it, keep following it layer by layer until you get to that layer that is the root of what's really going on. A Course in Miracles, one of the lessons in A Course in Miracles is we're never upset for the reason we think. And it's so true. On my inner circle calls, members call in all the time and, and they come with a story and they come with a, a piece because that's the resistance, that's how it's showing up in their life classroom. And then we follow it down and it's quite often unrelated but related. And if we are willing to follow it down and say yes to healing, say yes to awareness, then we can actually really uncover a lot within ourselves, heal really deeply. And when we heal deeply, we're actually opening up the channel for yes. Because when we're resisting, we're actually, in some ways, part of us is saying, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want that. Or no, I don't deserve that, whatever it is. And it's that energy of no that blocks us, that holds us, that, that crimps off the hose and blocks the flow. And when we can shine light on that energy and shine light on the no, we can then turn and go, okay, what am I saying yes to? By saying no to this, what am I saying yes to? And there's an energizing power in saying no as well. Because when we say no, whatever we say no to, we're always saying yes to something. So if I say no to speaking at an event, because that's, that's what the guidance is, it's a heart no, it's a true authentic heart no, then there's an authentic heart yes that I can turn around and, and maybe see at the moment and maybe see later on. There are times where I was asked to speak at an event and I got a heart no, even though I really wanted it to be a yes, even though I really wanted to speak at that event. When I tuned in for discernment, I got a heart no. When I follow that no and trust that no, I know I'm in service to everybody. And there's times where I was a little disappointed in the no. I wanted it to be a yes. But in hindsight, I can look back and see the perfection. In hindsight, I can see there was one time I was asked to speak at an event in, in May, and it turned out in May, I ended up being in Africa at that time. And that was a very profoundly purposeful trip. So it's, there, there is a divine orchestration happening. If you will trust the energy of yes. If you'll trust your heart, yes, to guide you and lead you. If you'll get out of your head and let the heart lead you, you'll be amazed where you will be guided to. Miracles on that path will be extraordinary and mind-blowing. And in following the heart, yes, everyone's taken care of it, including you. And sometimes following the heart, yes, takes divine courage. Sometimes we're asked to do things that really rattle, rattle the foundation we're standing on and shake things up for us and for others. 
follow it anyways. Breathe through that fear and follow the heart yes anyways. So how do you discern between a heart yes and a heart no? That's a practice. It's a feeling in the heart space. Generally in the heart space, although some people have their truth center, other areas of the body, they might feel it more in the solar plexus or in the pelvis, or they might even feel it in the jaw or the face. So the feeling of yes is an expanded light feeling usually. It can be surrounded by fear and heaviness, but in the heart space or in that truth center, it's a clear feeling. These are just examples of what it might feel like for you. And if you want some help discerning your heart, yes, there's a heart, yes, check-in tool on my website. Now, if you go to the homepage on the website down toward the bottom, there's two ways to get the heart, yes, check-in tool. One, you can opt in and get the Heart Yes gift set and join my, my Heart Yes movement list. You don't have to do that. And I don't want you to do that just to get the free gift. I don't, I, that's not why I'm inviting you there. The other way to get, the, or get access to the Heart Yes check-in tool is to click on the Heart Yes check-in tool on my website just a little higher up. And if you click on that button, it'll open up. You can actually use it on the website. You don't have to opt in and, and join my list. I want you to feel and sense and know your heart, yes. And it's a feeling. And it's when you start to follow your heart, yes, it's almost like it feeds into the last one and it raises your vibrational frequency to align with it and energizes it even more. And if you can get that feeling of yes, and if you can be in alignment with that energy and that feeling of yes, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and energetically, then you'll be flying free. You'll have this soaring freedom and this deep trust and blind faith It's curious in this last week, I, I don't know if you can tell, I, I, everybody I talked to in this last week have been like, your voice has totally changed. Your energy is very different. Like I was talking to a friend yesterday and I, she's been through all of my challenges in the last year or two. And I was walking with her through all the corruption stuff that we were trying to expose down in Turks and Caicos. So we have had, uh, we've gone through a lot together in the last couple of years and she's like, I've never heard you this pumped up and energized. And I'm like, yes, I'm like, I feel so good. I feel so in alignment. And the reason for it is I ended up feeling this heart yes to invest in this new technology. I'll talk about it in future episodes, but it is it's amazing. The first night I had it, I actually had to, had to turn it off because it was too much. It was right beside my bed and it was just moving too much that it was just, everything was too busy. And I turned it off. The second night I woke up and it felt like I had, like somebody had just gone in and cleared all the cobwebs and all the dust bunnies in my, in my head and in my body. My head was so crystal clear. It was like everything was cleaned up while I slept, while I was resting. 
And it was really, really powerful. And what I feel right now is like, I have this, this technology is just like, it's like having 10 healers around me working on me constantly. So I don't have to do the maintenance work because my body's so sensitive and that's part of my gift that I was doing a lot of maintenance work. It required a lot of my time and energy to, to keep my energy clear, to keep my body in alignment with that energy of yes. And this technology has allowed me to take a step back and have other, that, that frequency just clearing my field all the time and aligning my chakras all the time. So I don't need to think about that work. I don't need to do that work. It's like having a whole crew working for me. It's brilliant. So I found now that I, in, I had that mental alignment with the energizing power of yes. I had the emotional, had the spiritual, had the energy kind of there, but the struggling a little bit. And then the physical body was struggling with the energy body, even though I was doing a lot of the work. And this just blasted through that. So now I feel like I'm totally in alignment with the energy of yes. And the power and potential of that has it like even just in the last week. So I got it on Wednesday. So it was after last week's episode. So come Thursday, when I did my inner circle call, I was like, just fired up with this beautiful energy. And not in a like a pump you up kind of way, but a, like a lift you up, spread your wings kind of way. So there's going to be things that'll come in that will support you in aligning with the energizing power of yes. But part of that is being able to say no. Aligning with the heart no is just as important as aligning with the heart yes. And it takes courage to say no because you may have a habit of people pleasing. You may have a habit of doing things out of guilt or obligation. And if you want some support around that, my book, Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong, a 30-day guide to navigate life when the shift hits the fan. There is a chapter that talks about saying no is saying yes and how to say no and aligning with your, embodying your true heart yes as well as in that book. So there's a lot in that book that will help kind of walk you through it's it's a really, it's a journey from fear and separation and judgment into that feeling of yes and love and living oneness. It's a really interesting journey. And it's got a language for a lot of people to, it's not too spiritual. So a lot of people, it's got like pieces of it, but it's very, a lot of people are very receptive to the language in it. Again, it comes down to what is your heart leading you toward? Following your heart, yes, will lead to everything you desire and so much more. And the potential of what it leads you to is far greater than you can imagine. This is where the real miracles come in. So ever since last week, when I got in alignment with that energy BS for this new technology, everything shifted. I have this new energy. I have this new 
outlook. I have this, this creative energy that's flowing again. I feel vibrant and healthy and alive. And that's all me coming, like everything just clicked. It all just went click, 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 click into alignment with my yes, my heart yes, my truest heart yes. And I told you, I already shared an example of how I get a little hooked up or hooked in sometimes with the ego still trying to add on things, hijacking something. And it can be something really subtle and small, but I'll feel it immediately in my system because my system is, is really, really highly sensitive to any discord, any presence of fear, any presence of the ego. I've, it's so clear now that any discord is obvious. Even if it's a small niggling, it's annoying. So I need to look at it. That's the good news. As you do this work, the more and more you wake up, the more and more you're used to being in vibrational alignment with your heart, the more uncomfortable it becomes when you're out of alignment. It becomes really painful really quick. And the good news is that that will keep you from actually camping out in the energy of no or camping out in the guilt or the fear the worry or the anxiety or the resistance. It forces us to want to return to alignment, to commit, to say yes to alignment because being out of alignment is really uncomfortable. And the more you raise your vibration, the more you attune to the energy of yes, the more those denser energies impact you the heavier and harder they are to hold on to. That's good news because then you won't hold on to them. You'll, you'll want to go back into alignment because you'll want to feel better. You'll want to feel that energizing energy of yes. So you'll do the hard work. You'll do the journaling or you'll do the ego game of opposites or you'll do whatever it is. You'll follow down, follow that, resistance and follow the feeling you'll do the work to bring you back into alignment to clear your channel so i hope that today was helpful for you and that it gave you some insights and some guidance into how to align with the energizing power of yes and recognizing how the ego loves to hijack and jump in there and create little add-ons. And then going to my website if you need to for that Heart Yes check-in tool. Follow your heart. Your heart knows. Trust your intuition. You know, I know a lot of people are saying this and a lot of people are talking about it. I'm like, I want you to do it. I want you to feel it. I want you to live and be in alignment with it. When I talk about heart-led living, it's every aspect of my life. It's every moment of my day. I don't do this part-time. I don't follow my intuition and follow my heart when it's convenient. 
I do it all the time in every circumstance. And when I forget, I forgive and I go back and I check. What does my heart say right now? What am I feeling? What's the guidance? I forgive my entire life. I offer it all over to you, the divine. The divine spirit within me, guide me, lead me, direct me. Use my life, use my voice, use my words, use my hands, use my body, use me. May my divinity animate my humanness. May your divinity animate your humanness in every moment. May you make a conscious choice to align with the energy of yes and feel the power and potential that it holds as you say yes to life, as you say yes to your heart work, as you say yes to the role you're meant to play in this world. There is no stopping an idea whose time has come. You are that idea. And this is your time. You are that yes. You are that potential. You are full of possibility. And the world needs you now more than ever before. Will you say yes? Just say yes. Begin with yes and see what happens. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. I see you. I'm so grateful for you. Until next week, love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.